Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're a female professional or entrepreneur who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hello, everyone, and a very warm welcome to episode number eight. How are you? My brain is thinking all the things that are leaving me feeling a little frazzled right now. There's lots happening, much of which is really exciting, but a few things that are more, shall we say, are challenging. A few things requiring me to flex my self-coaching muscles and also reach out for coaching myself. Because of course, even though I know the tools, I'm still blind to much of my own thinking. And it can be so helpful to have someone else coach me so that I can see things differently or shift my perspective. And so I'm working on seeing these thoughts of mine and figuring out which ones I want to reframe. Because whilst I still like having lots going on, I know that I'm not my best when I'm feeling frazzled. And so what has been going on? Well, I've been running a five-day live training inside my free Facebook group this week, and it's been great. I've not held anything back from what I'm sharing and teaching, and I'm loving having everyone share what's coming up for them. And I've been shortlisted for an award, which I'm also really thrilled about. By the way, if you're not in my free Facebook group, you're missing out. I would love to have you join. Go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash lose weight, live life. I'll put the link in the show notes. But you really want to be in that group so that you get access to great free training like what I've been doing this week, as well as an opportunity for weight loss accountability, plus some self-coaching hints and tips. Being in my free Facebook group is also a great way to get to know me a little better if you're interested in working with me. That's one of the reasons why I do such valuable free trainings. It's because I want you to have a feel for how I can help you lose weight for the last time and create a relationship with food that you love. As I record this, I'm about to open up the Lose Weight Live Life Mastermind for the first time. For six months, I will be taking you step by step through my new program that gives you everything you need to know to create a relationship with food, yourself, and your life that you love, and most importantly, the help you need to apply everything that you learn. So you're going to get a lot of help and feedback on figuring out how to eat right for you and create your food framework. You're going to get help and feedback on your food plans, and most importantly, help and coaching so that you can figure out how to eat the way that you want to for life without using food to feel better, without using food to self-sabotage, without feeling deprived, without eating behind your back, all of those things, so that you feel both free and in control around food. And whilst of course you will be ultimately accountable for yourself, I'm going to be lovingly helping you every step along the way. And I'm excited about the mastermind bringing together a small group of ladies who are really committed and who will collaborate and support one another for six months. Applications close at midnight on Monday the 21st of September, and we start the following week. So if you're interested, reach out quick and I can tell you how to apply, and we can have a chat to see if it's a good fit for you. Okay, so let's talk about what's going on when you feel compelled to eat. Let's talk about what you can do about it. So today's episode follows on from last week's, where we were talking about what a feeling is, talking about how our thoughts create our feelings, why you want both positive and negative feelings, and also the connection between eating and our feelings. 
So if you remember, I explained how everything we want to do or don't want to do in life, everything we want to have or that we don't want to have is because how we think doing or not doing, having or not having, those things, whatever they are, will enable us to feel. And I explained how that's true of every decision that you make around food and eating. If you choose to have, for example, crisps, it's because you want to feel the pleasure from the taste or the texture of eating them. If you choose not to have the crisps when you want them, it's because you're choosing what you're going to feel in the future. Maybe you think you're going to feel pride because you're enjoying wearing clothes a size smaller or the feeling of being able to run upstairs without being out of breath. Maybe you think you're going to feel relief of that or even just the feeling of being healthier in your body. Ultimately, it will be connected to your personal reasons around why you want to lose weight. And we've also talked about how when you make decisions in the moment, you're motivated to do things that give you the feeling of pleasure and avoid things that give you feelings of pain, of emotional pain and discomfort in the moment. Because your primal brain doesn't have the capacity to think about the consequences and the bigger picture. That's whether you want to eat because, for example, you're feeling the desire for food or the wanting for food, or you want to eat because you're feeling a negative emotion, such as frustration or boredom or fed upness, which is a word that I made up. By the way, we can make our own feeling words and it doesn't matter. There's no right or wrong in terms of the words that we use to describe our feelings. You just want to know what words you're using to describe what feeling in your body so you can recognize it again and be able to be aware and notice that feeling when it comes up for you next time. What you actually call it doesn't matter. Although I do think it's interesting to look at our feelings vocabulary and check out the list of feelings that I shared in last week's show notes. And since I've been doing this work, I've been getting much more familiar with and in tune with my feelings. I've certainly expanded my emotional vocabulary and I quite enjoy doing that now. I quite enjoy searching for the right way to describe my feelings. So you want to eat the food to either fulfill the desire or to stop feeling and escape from a negative emotion. It doesn't matter which it is in terms of the work that we're going to do here today. So whenever you feel an emotion, there are three things that you can do. You can either react to it, you can resist it, or you can allow it. And when I talk about reacting to an emotion in the context of food and eating, that reacting to it normally means that we go and eat something. If we were talking about emotions and feelings in another context, not related to eating, it could be that you react to something. Maybe, for example, you're angry and you react by shouting in response. But when we're talking about food, very often the reaction that we do is we normally eat something. So reacting to something is very much about eating in response. Resisting the feeling is very much what we do maybe when we're on a diet, for example. So typically, I think of resisting feelings with diet mentality. This is where we notice ourselves thinking things like we've not got enough willpower or we notice ourselves feeling deprived. And it's because we're resisting feeling the desire, the urge or the wanting of having some food. We're telling ourselves we can't have whatever it is and it creates a lot of negative emotion for us that we resist feeling. And we're not processing those feelings. We are pushing back against them. And the problem with managing feelings in this way is that they don't go away. When we push feelings away, they push back harder. When we are feeling uncomfortable about our emotions, most of the time it's because we're not allowing them to be there. And it's because we're resisting them because we're pushing back against them. And a lot of us don't really know how to allow the negative emotions. And some of us are also uncomfortable with allowing ourselves to feel positive emotion as well. Intense joy and pleasure, for example. Some of us resist feeling those emotions too, and we can push those away as well. So let me stop there. 
I think that resisting the feeling is what we naturally try and do when we are not reacting to the feeling. So when we decide that we want to not eat so that we don't want to react to our feeling of desire by eating or our feeling of wanting to escape our negative emotion, the natural thing that we do is resist it. And this is what those of us who have been on and off dieters can probably very much relate to. It's that tense, icky feeling of resisting the desire to eat something and resisting the desire to have whatever food it is. It feels uncomfortable. It feels energy zapping. I think we often associate that feeling with thoughts of deprivation as well. And oftentimes we use willpower to describe our ability of resisting the feelings of wanting to eat, of resisting being compelled to eat. So what happens is we may start off early in the day or we start off earlier in the week and our ability to resist those feelings is pretty good. And we feel like we've got enough willpower or we've got strong willpower. But then what we often find is that as the day goes on or as the week goes on, our ability to resist those emotions is less than it was at the beginning. Essentially, our ability to resist those emotions has gotten worn down. And this is why it's not really an effective strategy, because our willpower is always going to be finite. So we don't have unlimited amounts of willpower. So trying to use willpower, trying to rely upon a strategy to resist those feelings by pushing back against them is only ever going to work for the short term. And this is why we want to find another solution. The alternative solution to resisting feelings, the third option that I want to offer you is this, allowing the emotion and not eating. So we've got responding to that emotion, that feeling by eating, that's reacting to it. And so we've got what we call resisting it, which is when we push it away, we try and distract ourselves by doing something else. We may just try and not think about it, the thoughts that are fueling that desire to eat, whatever it is. But the alternative thing, the third option is to allow the emotion. And I'm going to talk you through the process for doing that in just a moment. I also want to offer that most of us do not know how to feel our feelings. We don't know how to allow our emotions. It's a skill that you will need to practice in order to learn. So here's some tips for allowing feelings when you notice you want to eat in response to them. First of all, give the feeling a name. Do you feel desire, craving? Do you feel compelled? Are you aware of feeling stressed, feeling discomfort or boredom? Next, describe where in your body you're feeling it. Where are you feeling that vibration? Is it in your head or your chest, your mouth or your throat? Or is it maybe all over? Is it in your, do you feel it as a sort of a tingling in your fingers, in your toes? Does it feel hard or soft? Does it have defined or fuzzy edges? Is it constant or intermittent? What other words can you use to describe it in as much detail as possible? You're going to want to be totally present with yourself and explore what it feels like to have this urge, whatever the feeling is, from a place of curiosity. You may also find it useful to talk to yourself as you do this. I don't speak out loud, but I do start a dialogue running in my mind. So I will say to myself, I've noticed I've just got the desire to eat something that I've not planned. Okay, so what does this feel like? Where am I feeling it? And then I'll describe it. And then I'll take some deep breaths and allow the feelings to be there. And I'll sit with them. I'll breathe into them and I'll welcome them. I'll see them as an opportunity to help me create a better relationship with food. I will do the opposite of resist them. The more we resist the feelings that those urges or those desires when we want to eat something, the more we push against them or try to ignore them, the more power we give to them. When we relax into them, 
when we welcome them and give them our attention without reacting in any way, they have less power over us and will pass. Now, as I said, allowing the feeling instead of resisting the feeling takes practice. But by giving yourself the task of describing it in that way, in the way in which I've just described, you have to feel it. You have to let it in. You have to not resist it in order to describe it in lots of detail. I like to use the visual of a beach ball while I'm explaining this to my clients. I think it helps to relay the difference between resisting the emotion and allowing the emotion. When you're resisting the emotion, it's as though you're trying to push a beach ball down away from you underwater. So when you are resisting the urge to eat, it's like you're pushing down on that beach ball. It's taking effort and energy and you don't feel totally in control. It's weighty and heavy. And you at some point, you're not going to be able to keep holding that beach ball underwater and you're going to let go. And when you do, the beach ball is going to sort of push back against you and bounce out of the water. And this is representative of what happens when you've been resisting the desire to eat because you've been on a diet and trying to use willpower. When your willpower and energy becomes depleted and you give in, you may find yourself overeating more than you did in the first place. It's like the whole force, all of that resistance, all of it suddenly comes back up against you. By comparison, allowing the feeling, allowing yourself to feel the desire for food and not respond to it, it feels peaceful and like acceptance. You may relate to it as in the lightness of holding a beach ball effortlessly in your hand when it's out of the water. So that's a visual to help you notice whether you're resisting or allowing the feelings. So just to recap, when you feel compelled to eat something, there are three things that you can do. You can give in and eat whatever it is and react to the feeling. You can resist the feeling and try to distract yourself or use willpower to not eat. Or the third thing is that you can allow the feeling. You can allow yourself to feel the desire or negative emotion and lean into that feeling until it passes. And by the way, be prepared for allowing the feeling to be different in different situations. Sometimes the feeling will hang around for a while and sometimes the feeling will pass straight away. So sometimes you'll be able to go through the process of allowing the feeling and it will literally move through your body and dissipate. And then you'll be able to get back to whatever it was you were doing before. This may be something that you notice you can do if you're standing in a queue at a coffee shop somewhere where you see a cake and you experience desire for it in the moment to have something. It might feel quite intense, but if you allow the feeling, if you allow it to be there, if you lean into it and you process it, it may pass relatively quickly. But there may be other instances where those feelings don't pass so quickly and they may actually hang around for a while, maybe a few hours or half a day. For me, this was when I was at my desk working and the work was feeling a bit hard and difficult and I would want to get up and go eat something, allowing myself to sit there and feel the feelings that are associated with thinking that the work was difficult or not interesting would perhaps go on all afternoon. It was like a low-grade discomfort. I could allow myself to feel it and keep breathing into it and it probably came and went in waves. It wasn't always there. It wasn't intense or urgent. I didn't need to resolve it really quickly. It was just a bit bothersome and irritating. Another time you may feel some feelings persist in this way is if maybe you've got used to a habit of snacking in the evening and you're using this process to allow yourself the feeling of wanting to snack and not respond to it. And what I want to offer you, the really good thing is that when you do this work, when you practice, when you're allowing the desire and feeling the urge or the compulsion to eat things and allowing the feelings and not reacting to them and not giving in to eating and not resisting them, 
when you persist in practicing and repeating this, eventually those feelings are going to appear less and less. And then they will pretty much stop altogether and they will only happen occasionally. Because each time you allow these feelings to be there and you don't react to them and give in and eat something and you don't resist them, you're effectively reprogramming or retraining your brain to the point where it will eventually stop offering food as a solution for you to manage your emotions. And so that's something. The more you persist with this work, the more you keep doing it over and over and over again, the easier it's going to get because your brain is going to eventually stop offering food as a solution in these situations. So that's the brilliant news. And that's what I have for you today. And so, as I said, if you're not in my free Facebook group, Lose Weight, Live Life, jump on Facebook now and search for Lose Weight, Live Life and come and join us there. And then you will be in the group for the next time that we do the live training. Or if you're interested in my mastermind, you've got just a couple of days, so reach out right away. Or if that's something that you're interested in for the future, or if you're listening to this podcast after September 2020, then visit my website and go to thebestyou.coach forward slash mastermind and pop your name down for the waiting list. Now, before I go, I want to let you know that you still have time to enter the podcast launch competition. I'm giving away three coaching gift certificates worth a total value of £500. Go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash podcast launch for all the details of how to leave a review and enter the competition. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honored to be your coach. There are two ways that you can work with me. You can join my monthly membership program, My One Life Academy, that gives you self-paced learning, supported by twice-weekly live calls and a whole lot more. Or you can join the waiting list for my next six-month Lose Weight, Live Life group coaching mastermind intensive. Go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching to find out all the details.